folks, welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GM-less tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter at FTLcast and at FTLcast.com. One of these days I will update our website, I promise I will. It's not today. Um, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. Today we're playing Ariadne and Bob by Jim McGarva. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. Ariadne and Bob is a game about a know-it-all and her trusty sidekick going on adventures and getting in trouble. Ariadne can be condescending at times, but her ego is not entirely undeserved. Bob is Ariadne's long-suffering partner. The pinky to her brain, the Sherman to her Peabody, the Watson to her Holmes, the Luz to her Ada. This game draws inspiration from the many favorite fictional pairings that follow this pattern, from Laurel and Hardy to Rick and Morty. I'm Mac. Uh, you can find me on the internet wherever you get good content at Citadel of Swords. That includes Twitter. That includes Tumblr. One of these days I'll get back on Twitch. It's fine. Don't worry about it. My pronouns are they, them. And playing with me today, we have uh, the author, actually. Hi, I'm Jim McGarva. Yeah, uh, my pronouns are he, him. And I'm happy to be here. Hell yeah. Um, when's the... Are, are you doing another Kickstarter? Um, I don't think we're doing another Kickstarter. We just, uh, what I did was uh, after the first Kickstarter did not fund, I, I ran a second one with a, just a lower goal, got basically all the same people, and uh, just funded uh, all the writing goals we wanted. And we're going to have uh, less art than I hoped. Um, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens later. If, uh, if there's any desire for more crowdfunding, maybe we might do it later. But I think we're... We got what we wanted, really, which was uh, which was the guest authors. The writing goals? Yeah. yeah. So I've got um, some really cool people. We're going to be writing play sets. And that was really what the crowdfunding was, was for. Excellent. So where can people find the game? We'll, we'll include a link in the description, but... Absolutely, yeah. So if you want to find the game, um, the place for it right now is on itch.io. So, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll have the link in the description. It's jimbozig.itch.io slash... Ariadne and Bob or something like that. But Excellent. Yeah. yeah, we'll stick a stick a link to that in the in the descri- in the description, but it's always nice to say it out loud so that people know. If you like this game, you can go get it and play it. It's re- it looks really fun. Um so I'm excited to to kind of dig into it and see uh how it plays. So our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, all the isms violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, unwanted pregnancy, plagues and pandemics, because we're still in it, folks. Uh, and our fails, which are things we're fine with addressing but we'll just fade black on, our steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, let's get started. All right.
So we have picked a playset. Uh, we've said kind of we've done lines and veils, so we've kind of said we don't want to see in the game. If we think of anything else, we'll just we'll we'll say nope, we don't want this. And if it showed up already, we'll walk back. Do we have any other? I don't think. I mean, besides like lines and veils and X card. I think we're good on safety tools, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's do character creation. This means I have to think about a character name. Mm-hmm. Donjon, help me. Um, so, you said you wanted to play the Bob or Bellerophon type, right? Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, Are you leaning one way or the other? Like, do you want to do... Like, do you want to be the sidekick, or do you... Or, hold on. I'm just scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I mean, I'm happy doing Ariadne and Bob, right? I'm a, I've, I've played that version more often than I've played Alice and Berlarathon, um, so I'm a little bit more comfortable with that. Um, so I'd probably lean that way. Okay, let's do it that way, then. So that we make sure that we have fun. Okay. So you're going to play Bob, so I'll play Ariadne. I have to remember to have an ego. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Um. Hmm. Character creation on mic always a great time. This is such. This is such good radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, the character creation is just you know everyone goes quiet for a while. Yes. Circle a couple of things. <laughs> character know. creation is everyone goes quiet for a while, and August cuts it all out later. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, August, but. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just come back and announce the decisions we made once we've made them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think I'm good. It was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, it's quick. I just went, like, it all it all fell into place. Good. <laughs> so, would you like to introduce your Bob first when you are ready, and then I will introduce my Ariadne? Um... I think it actually works better if you introduce your Ariadne um, first, uh, because as the sidekick, I can sort of uh, explain more about some of, the, some of the decisions I'm making. It would be easier to explain once I know who you are. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, so, yeah, so when you do character creation for this game, um, you start with the choices that you make about each character, and there's two options for all of them. So Ariadne's choices are... Uh, Ariadne is a know-it-all. Choose one. Either she is hyper-competent and can solve just about any problem, or she thinks she is hyper-competent and can solve just about any problem. I have gone with the latter because I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whichever one you choose, her massive ego leads her into trouble. Choose one. Uh, she can cri- she contrives complicated schemes that could never work, but has 100% confidence in their success, or the one that I have gone for. She throws herself into situations with no plan at all, relying on her quick thinking to improvise her way out of a jam. And then the last choice is Ariadne's massive ego is not for nothing. Choose one. She knows all about this world while Bob is a neophyte, or, uh, which I, I, I picked the second option for all three, which is fine, that works. The other option being, she sees clues in the tiniest details and performs absurd deductions. Mm-hmm. Am I going with a Sherlock Holmes type? You can't prove anything. Also, Sherlock Holmes is out of copyright, so it's fine. Well, yeah, and that's, 
you know, be influenced for the game, right? It's, it's supposed to be the Sherlock Holmes type. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I have named this character Lydia Carlyle. Uh, we will find out more. I'm sure we will find out more about her as this goes on. Um, and she uses she, her pronouns. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, my character is Bill Chapman. And, um, so from the choices here... Uh, I was allowed to choose Bob is stupid and incompetent, or Bob is not actually stupid or incompetent, but that's how he appears next to Ariadne. I chose that Bob is actually stupid and incompetent. Um, it often seems that Ariadne doesn't even need a sidekick. Choose one. Either without Bob, Ariadne would be completely fine, or without Bob, Ariadne would be completely lo- utterly lost, and I chose he'd be completely fine without me. <laughs> and Bob is dragged along in Ariadne's wake like a water skier without skis. Choose one. Bob could leave at any time, but never will. Or Bob couldn't leave if he wanted to. I chose that Bob could leave at any time, but never will. Oh, bless him. <laughs> and Bob is normally quite level-headed, but Ariadne can sometimes bring out the worst in him. And you can choose the strange situations make Bob cowardly, or the strange situations make Bob belligerent. I've played a bunch of cowardly Bobs, so this time I'm going with a belligerent Bob. Ooh, very fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, is just looking at the place that very cursed, like, like, just like glance. Is Bill gonna go fight a ghost? He might, he might, he might try to fight a ghost or, or, or something. <laughs> we'll have to see. We love to see it. I love this. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna be fun. So, because there's only two of us, um, there is not, uh, we're not going to have a chorus. The chorus is when you have more than just two players, right? Right. If you have three or four players, then the third or fourth player will take on the chorus and will um, they'll get to make their own special character that tags along with the team, but they'll also take on most of the playing NPCs. Um, since there's just the two of us, we will just share the duties of playing NPCs between us. Yeah. Um, probably be talking to ourselves a fair bit. Um, a bit, yeah. But I mean, like the idea with the creating NPCs is if the NPC relates more to one character... Then the other player should play that NPC, so that's not right. Exactly. Um, so excellent. Um, so from that we've got agenda and moves. Uh, so exactly what we said about uh NPCs and minor characters in the game. Uh, in terms of just making sure that like if we have an NPC that tends to play more off of bill then i'll play them or playing more off of lydia then you'll play them so uh ariadne's agenda uh is to explain the weirdness and mystery that bob lays out make plans for you and bob to achieve your goals push for a positive outcome until slighted (laughs) and drop innocuous details into each scene that only you paid attention to um i won't go into all the moves um but i like i like agendas so Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get to moves as we actually play the game so yeah. what's bob's agenda bob's agenda is to describe the world and come up with weirdness uh to express the desperation frustration and difficulty of the situations and mysteries in play to doubt and poke holes in ariadne's explanations and to get things moving when a lull happens Excellent. and um just the doubt and poke holes thing i want to just highlight here because this locks in with uh one of the moves on ariadne's side right so Ariadne's going to come up with explanations, and the usual rule for improvising is, oh, you just say yes, but as Bob, what I might do sometimes is not say yes, I might try to, like, but that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Because Ariadne has a move for making it make sense, or 
something like that. Yeah, and then and then uh, whatever I whatever I pick to resolve that move, uh, Bob can no longer ask about that particular point of confusion. That's right. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's. So we'll have an A plot and a B plot. That's right. Over the course of this game, and let's let's figure out an A plot <laughs> inciting incident. I guess. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, we're going to roll on a bunch of tables for some prompts. Um, so, let's get this dice box going. So, okay, for the record, we I forgot to say this. We decided that we're going to play the horror playset. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, we, couldn't, we couldn't decide on what to play. We're both indecisive, so we just rolled some dice, and the horror playset came up. Yeah, works. It, listen, it works for me. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of other really great plays that's associated with this game. There's high society. There's superheroes. There's um, twisting timelines where you can riff off of um, riff off of existing properties. Um, we both we both kind of decided that dystopia was not for us. Um, mm-hmm. Not today. <laughs> not dystopia, but horror. Uh, you know, that's fine. Yeah, well, the horror isn't really horror, is the thing, right? This is the thing yes. that horror plays at, is it's not going to make it horror. It's going to make it, like, uh, horror comedy, right? Something like Scooby-Doo or, like, uh... Well, that's the best kind of horror, so... Yeah. Because I don't really like most horror, so... This is, this is, a, this is a spoof on horror movies. Exactly. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's roll some dice. All right, so I rolled a, I rolled a decent time for the inciting incident. So the inciting incident is your location is under attack. Oh boy, let's let's just let's start out there. Um, yeah. um, we also need to roll um, a premise from the horror playset, and we need to roll a B plot. And so our B plot um, is going to be a friendly wager or challenge. And then the and the um, premise from the horror playset, I rolled one and a four. So this is going to be based off of Dracula or any vampires. Yes. Got a vampire premise. Is this okay? So so friendly bet or wager? Let me just see the rules for B plot really quick because an immediate idea popped into my head, and I'm like. Is this one of those things where I just I just like the idea that we keep the that the two of us keep making bets on whether or not like a house has like something supernatural in it? Sure. That's that's what immediately pops to my mind when I hear that is like every time every time I feel like I keep dragging you to explore haunted houses mm-hmm. and it's like okay what does this one have and you like and you're like I bet this has I don't know what else is on the what else is on the premise table something completely different um that's yeah, fantasy I was looking at fantasy and I was like yes goblins that's horror sure um werewolves gremlins uh yeah it's like, it's like, well, I bet there's a serial killer living there. And I'm like, don't be absurd, Bill. <laughs> serial killers don't live in our neighborhood. I bet it's a vampire. Yeah. Sometimes I'm wrong. Um, which I think is fun. So this, this could just be another one of those sort of things. 
That's that's what immediately pops to mind for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Just so we're just gonna start off strong with the the place that we're in being under attack. I want to roll. Oh my gosh, scrolling so much. Um, I should have I should have a second version of this open where one of them is scrolled down to the to the playset and one of them is looking at the rules. I want to I'm gonna roll a d6 to see what the Yeah, I've actually, I, I have some stuff printed out on paper in front of me, and then I have the playset open on a PDF, so I've got a little bit of looking at two different things here going on. Yeah, fair enough. I did not think that far ahead. Um, so I rolled on the horror location, mo- on our horror location modifiers table, uh-huh. um, and I got a two, which is busy or crowded. Okay. All right. Um, Lots of things happening. <laughs> the busier crowded place, and uh, I guess we could to go with that. We could roll on the actual locations table, which is a couple pages over. Um, oh, I didn't even realize we hadn't rolled on the locations. Okay, there we go. All right, so on the locations table, we got a five and a five, which is rainforest or jungle. What? <laughs> well, that's a bit strange. Yeah, okay. Although, okay, I will say... Why did it refresh the page? Okay. <laughs> um just let's just make sure and I I don't think that either of us would do this but I'm like this could very easily get into some some incredible racism and I would like to not do that. Absolutely um, not. Yeah. We're 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 not going there. Don't worry. Yeah, so um it it's Bob's responsibility to uh to set the first scene. So, um, I guess I have to set a scene now. Now, when, when we're starting these off, you don't need to roll on all the tables. Um, so, you need to roll a premise, right? Um, and you need to roll on the A plot and B plot tables. And then any other tables you want to roll on are sort of optional, right? So, mm-hmm. when we roll something like a, a busy rainforest or jungle, right? We can go with that, or we can ignore it if we just have a better idea. Right? Yeah, yeah. No? So, or we uh, can re-roll it if we want to. Exactly, exactly. The world um, is our oyster. I just like having lots of options to pick from, um, especially when there are oracle tables, because I love oracle tables. I love a D66 table. Right. That's why I put so many of them in here. <laughs> yeah, it, it really works. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, well, let's roll and let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do we got? Okay. So um, we are... Um, we are going together, uh, we are in the temperate rainforests of British Columbia. We are on a tour, um, to see some of the world's largest trees. Um, and so we're in a big crowd of people and we're walking through this, uh, forest of big towering trees. And, um, at one point we, we cross the road and, uh, crossing the highway, we see on top of a hill, a big old creepy house. And 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 Bill's got his camera, and he's snapping pictures. So he snaps a picture of this big old creepy house, and um, he says, "No, I think we should go check that house out after this tour is done. It looks like our sort of thing. In fact, I bet there's some sort of like weird mirror that you can like walk through and go into another dimension or something." How much you want to bet on that? <laughs> there's a weird mirror. But there's a weird mirror. 
I think, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bet $20 that there is a weird mirror, and you can't cheat me and be like, oh, it wasn't a mirror. It was like a piece of ice or something that you can walk through. If, there, if there's any sort of portal to a mirror dimension, I win the bet, right? I wouldn't dare of cheating you out of okay. $20 if it turns out that you're right. So I will take that bet, and I will say... I bet there's a vampire in there. You always bet vampires. And how often am I right? Uh, hardly ever. I don't know. There's been some vampires, I guess. <laughs> That's out of character laughing also. Um, okay. Why are you so interested in these huge trees anyway? fun to see to to watch how and she's like she's like trying to figure out how to explain it <laughs> it's always so interesting to me to see physical proof of history you know once upon a time these trees were tiny little saplings barely as tall as you <laughs> and now look at them and they're fucking huge trees they are. They give me vertigo. Looking way up there, I just, ugh, I get dizzy. <laughs> are you going to fall over? No. Do you need me to catch you? I just need to take a breath sometimes. That's very important. Breathing is indeed very important. Jim, I have a question for you. Are there vampires living in these trees? <laughs> um, I don't know. I haven't decided if there's vampires living in the trees yet. Um... <laughs> Our vampire lore now, we can say whatever we want. Yeah, but I need to figure out how is our location under attack. So, um, we get to the next really big tree that the, uh, that the tour guide wants to show us. And um, they're just telling us all about how old this tree is and, uh, and how, they can, how they can tell how old trees are without cutting them down. And all this stuff that the tour tells you. And then uh, a woman starts panicking. And she says... Where's Casey? Where's Casey? And and her kid, Casey, is missing. And, <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> and so uh, everyone else starts looking around. We go, oh, no. Oh, we've lost a kid in the forest. And uh, so the tour guy's trying to keep everyone calm. Lydia's like, how do, you, how do you lose track of your child on a tour? Like, very softly to herself under her breath. Lydia, what are we going to do? C clearly, we have to find the child. Well, yeah, I knew you'd say that, so that, but the, I, I look to you. No, but I, I'm just the guy with the camera. I document your exploits, you know? <laughs> hmm. And Lydia, like, thinks about it for a second. And she goes... You know, I don't think little Casey wandered off. I think something took her. Them? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. Casey's a gender-neutral name, so I'm not actually sure. We'll find out. We'll find out. We will. We will. Yeah. When we, when we find the child, we will ask. <laughs> we will ask for their, we'll ask their preferred pronouns. Uh, that's, um, a good, that's a good plan, Lydia. That's a good plan. All right. <laughs> 
let's finding the child do you think that you think that they were taken up to that house i do in fact think they were taken up to that house perhaps we should leave the tour and go check out that house now all right i am up for that so that sounds like the end of the first scene yep and uh so at the end of the first scene um we both want to have goals um relating to the a plot excellent I also forgot to do Ariadne's horror playset choice, so I'm thinking about that. That is in the back of my head. Oh, while yeah, we do this. of course. Yeah, yeah, we should, um, we should think about that as well. Okay. So, God, I wish, I wish that I knew more about Lydia to give her, like, a catchy catchphrase. Catchy catchphrase? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, okay. Fine. At least it at least that one makes sense. Yeah. Um okay. I mean obviously Lydia's goal is to find the child. Yeah. I think that's the uh Actually, Lydia's goal can be to find out what's living in the house. And then the 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 finding the kid is just a sub goal. Okay, I think I think Bob really wants to find the child. Great. Cool. I mean I mean Bill. Bill really wants to find the child. Excellent. Um, so for the horror playset, getting a, getting a picture of getting a picture of whatever whatever took the child is also a secondary goal. I think. I like that our our, I like that our bonuses are inverses of each of each other's. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm gonna find out what's in this house, and also we'll find this lost kid. I guess, and you're like I want to find this lost kid, and also we'll see what's in this house. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. So every playset has uh, an additional um, uh, an additional uh, choice for Ariadne at character creation, um, and for the horror playset, Ariadne's is um, Ariadne has a reason why she cannot just get everyone on board with helping defeat the monster. Choose one. She has a reason why she cannot tell anyone but her sidekick about any supernatural horror, or nobody ever believes her. Even Bob is skeptical at first, even after she has been right so many times. I think that. We've established that Bill is not skeptical of the supernatural. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how that that converse, that initial conversation with them between them felt to me. So I think it's got to be she has a reason why she can't tell anyone about it, and I I am gonna I'm gonna find that out in play. I'm gonna find okay. out that reason in play. That sounds good. Yeah. Last time I played a horror one, we played where Bob was skeptical, and that was fun because uh, it was we were always contriving ways why Bob couldn't see the thing. And Bob was like digging in a backpack when the thing appeared, stuff like that. I love when I love when it's like every every single time there's something going on. Yeah, and it just gets more and more like out there, wild. Why you can't yeah. like justify it? So that that is very fun. Um, but I I think we've established that we're both like firmly on board. Yeah, this time this time Bill is down with the supernatural, and uh, wants to get pictures. Hell yeah. Um, poor Bill. It really is a vampire. And he's not going to get any pictures. <laughs> Unless this vampire can show up on film. Um, okay, so B-plot. So the first, the first B-plot scene, and I accidentally scrolled down to the playset in the thing where my, B, where my play was, so I had to scroll all the way back up. So 
B's. Oh, C and B's don't need to follow the strictest structure as C and A's. So we alternate, right? We do. Yes, we're alternating. Yeah, it's page ten that has the um, the description of uh, what uh, what the C, what you do with to start a C and B. I got it. Um, so I think this is just like when we like on our way up to the house, right? Yeah. So I so I think this is just us walking up to the house, and we're just like. Are I, I are we still just like talking about what could be in the house? Sure. I think I think we're just still like we've just gone right back to this to this bed. Mm-hmm. What was in the house the last time we did this? Maybe the last time we like explored a weird house, it wasn't actually anything. It was just like the place where the local kids went to go get high. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, and I'm, I'm, Lydia's just like, this is not, this, this one, this one is not going, is not a hoax. This one is not a hoax. It better not be. I need some pictures. You do know, you do know that if it is a vampire, you're not going to get any pictures, right? Well, hopefully it's not a vampire. Hopefully I can get a picture of some weird mirror universe. Because Lydia was about to say the same thing about a mirror. If 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 Bill took a picture of the the mirror, the actual mirror, it would just look like a weird selfie. <laughs> but, yeah, well, what would the, what would the mirror universe even look like? What do you think? Well, I mean, I would have a I would have an evil mirror twin. So when I crossed over, then my twin would cross over with me, and then you'd be face to face with my mirror twin, and I'd be face to face with your mirror twin. And, and I don't know, maybe she looks different than you. Yeah, maybe she's blonde. Maybe these won't be very convincing pictures, I don't know. Would your, your evil mirror twin... Would your evil mirror twin have a mustache? I don't know. Maybe. What, what would your evil mirror twin look like? Hmm. I think she'd be blonde. Maybe she'd be a vampire. What if there's a mirror vampire? If there's a mirror vampire, who wins the bet? Good question. I guess it'd have to be a draw at that point. How do you draw on a $20 bet? No one gets any money. Yeah. Or I pay you and then you pay me. You could do that. Which just... <laughs> Lydia's like genuinely a little stumped by this. Oh, that, like... that would just incur transaction fees though, so... It, yeah, exactly. Eventually, you pa- if you pass it, if you pass the twenty dollars around enough, it just becomes ten dollars after transaction fees, unless you did it in cash. We could do it in cash. Listen, let's, let's not do it. If 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 it's a draw, we just won't. So should maybe we... we need to have another bet to make sure that there's not a draw. Another bet. Okay. So if it's. A mirror vampire. I'm going to bet that they that they are somehow into like mad science or something. Mad mm. scientist mirror vampire. I'm really invested in this mad science mirror vampire right <laughs> <laughs> Well let's put let's put ten dollars on that because if I get, if it's a vampire, then I get $20. Mm-hmm. 
But if it's a mirror vampire, then you get $20. But then if the mirror vampire is into mad science, then you still get $10. Okay. Unless you want to raise the stakes. I'm down for you to raise the stakes, but... Uh, Bill Bill rifles in his pocket and says, uh, I, don't, I don't think we can raise the stakes now. I haven't been selling many pictures. <laughs> I could bet a drink on it. No one... Sure. $10 and a drink. $10 and a drink. Sounds good. No, no one bought the pictures of those, those stone teenagers that I took last time. I can only imagine why they wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I'm really invested in this mad science mirror vampire now. Shit. Um, <laughs> so there's this like big imposing door with a huge old-fashioned door knocker in front of us. Should we knock? Absolutely. What are we going to do? Just walk right in? That would be rude. Alright, so, yeah, this house, it's, um, it, it's your typical creepy old house, uh, in a, it's in the middle of a big forest, uh, on a hill. It's, uh, the, um, the front lawn is all overgrown. Uh, the, the house itself is covered with ivy. So whoever is in here, if there's anyone in here, is not taking care of the, uh, the grounds. Um, Bill says, well, it might be abandoned. It could be abandoned. Let's knock and find out if it's abandoned. And I guess this, I guess this is moving in back into the A-plot, right? Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. So in that case, I'm going to roll a prompt. I think that's something we're going to roll on the extras table. Um, all right. Six and six on the horror extras table is dangers, drugs, or poison. Interesting. Huh. Okay. All right, so Bill reaches up to um, knock on the door with his big old-fashioned door knocker. And, um, and then he goes, ugh, there's something on the door knocker. There's something sticky here. What is this? Oh, goodness. Uh, Ariadne, like, uh, Ariadne, oh my god. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to keep a tally of how many times I do that. Um, I, I do it all the Lydia... time. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lydia, like, leans forward to inspect it and goes, Ah, I see. It's a honeypot. It's honey? Can I, can I eat it? No. No, I wouldn't eat it. Um, I do believe it is some kind of poison. And I believe you might have won our bet. At least part of it. So I owe you a drink. Uh, and out of her pocket, I guess Lydia has gloves. Fine. She has I she has a pair of gloves that she pulls out first, and then she pulls out like a handkerchief or something, and is like, "Here, try to get as much of that off as you can." Um, I would not, I would not breathe it in particularly deeply, because I don't know what it does. Um, now I have to think about whether or not Lydia is the kind of person that where she would, you know that you know the geologist thing that they do where they they lick rocks. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out if she's that kind of person. Probably not. I think she's. I think she's smarter than that. All right. I did, but I did just imagine it, where she does that thing that uh, the doctor does in Doctor Who sometimes, where he like takes a little taste of it. He's yeah. like, ah, yes, this is blood. <laughs> yeah. But she puts on gloves and she like kind of touches the doorknob. All right. Well, she goes. Hmm. So Bill is just getting furious. He's, he's furious. He says, "Poison." You can't just poison people who come and knock on your door. It's outrageous. 
I am going to go and demand the antidote. And... Well, hold on. We have to get into the house first. And she knocks on the door and the door opens. Alright. Well, I'll take that as good an invitation as anything. So the door creaks open and um, is a large foyer and uh, on the on the floor is um, a big uh, moose skin rug and on the walls are um, a whole lot of mirrors. And Bob says, that's why Bill says, yes! Now we haven't figured out if they're portals to other dimensions yet. Yeah, but come on, it's looking good for me. And why would a vampire cover their wall with mirrors? Let's get answers first. We gotta find Casey. Is there any evidence that Casey is even here? Um, so I bet there's, like, footprints in the dust on the floor. There's Mm -hmm. dust on the floor, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, there's gotta be dust on the floor. It's a a creepy old house at the top of a hill. There's dust Mm -hmm. on the floor. Um, all right. Let's... Lydia just walks into the house. Um, so Lydia, what, this, this poison, how urgently do I need an antidote? Oh, no, 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 I think, I think you'll be fine as long as you don't, like, you know, breathe it in. Or, like, touch your face, or... I think it's an ingestible. So. It's a honeypot trap. Okay. Uh, if you, you know... If it gets inside, that's when it becomes a problem. I don't even know. It might not even be deadly. Just... Well, so maybe the first thing we should find is a bathroom so I can wash my hands. That might be smart. Why don't you go find a sink and then meet me on the second floor? Okay. Sure. So, um, I guess Bill uh, just starts buying doors. And don't step into any mirrors, Bill. Uh, I'm going to be trying every mirror in this room after I wash my hands. There we go. Great, we split the party. Mm-hmm. This is this is surely not going to have any consequences for us. So, obviously, I can't find the vampire themselves yet, but I can find. We can we can find some stuff in this scene. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you wash your hands. It's fine. Whatever's on your hands is like. Do, do you ignore? Do you ignore uh, Lydia's advice about not breathing it in? I mean, uh, so Bill is is stupid and incompetent. So after. After Bill finds the washroom and and washes his hands and and dries his hands, he notices he has uh, he has a bit of something on his face, and so he takes the handkerchief which you gave him <laughs> that, he had, uh, that he had wiped his hands off on, and uh, and and wipes his face and blows his nose. <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh oh dang it! Ah, <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. I think it's I I I was thinking that whatever was on the door knocker is um just like a mild not like not like a hallucinogen but it's like it makes him pretty stoned. Um, okay. Or it will make him pretty stoned because if he's pretty stoned then the vampire can get him. Uh-huh. And it's not like a whole big thing. Um so 
great. <laughs> great news for Bill. So he's just kind of like, oh, dang it. Well, I guess I'm going to go look at these mirrors now. Right? Yeah, so Bill, Bill's, Bill's walking around poking every mirror, trying to see if there's any that, you know, turn to liquid and can be passed through. But they're all, they're all just regular mirrors as far as you can tell so far. Uh, on, the, on the second floor, um, I guess you see a, uh, a large open room with, uh, with big windows. And uh, in that room, there is uh, a table with all sorts of glassware. You have beakers and vials, and, and uh, they have strange uh, colored liquids in them. Classic, uh, classic mad scientist laboratory. And you see um, uh, one vial, or, or one, uh, I guess, glass that, um, that looks like it was recently used. Oh, dear. Well... Looks like Bill was finally right about something. Um, I also just, so I, I did just realize, and I'm going to have, uh, uh, I might actually, I'm not going to have August cut this out. Uh, August, don't cut this out. I did realize there's a line about violence against children, so I think Casey is not here. Casey is totally fine. Don't worry. Casey is totally fine. Casey literally is not even in the house. Yeah, don't worry. Case, Casey's okay. Casey went butterfly catching in the forest. Yeah. Um, e- even if Casey was here, Casey was going to be fine. Casey was going to be fine. We're not, we're not putting, I am not putting a child in danger. Um, oh. Casey is not here. Um, yeah. yeah. Great. Cool. So, so, so Lydia's like, hmm. Well, still no confirmation on vampire yet. But either way, I lose, so... Hmm. Well, we'll find out. And I do, I do think one of the beakers has blood in it. Okay. But, but that's not an indicator of whether or not there's a vampire here. Mm-hmm. Especially since there's these giant open windows. But like, I don't know, maybe the vampire doesn't, is okay, and maybe it's a daywalker vampire, you know, like, it can exist in the sun. I don't, I don't know. Um, and then, uh, Lydia looks at her watch and is like, huh, told Bill to come up to the second floor <laughs> ten minutes ago. It doesn't take ten minutes to wash your hands. All right, so, um, are we, uh, I guess on, moving on to scene B2 now? Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Okay. So, yeah, so then your job is to explain what the, what the plan is next. And I will, uh, yeah. pull things out. Well... Poor Bill is now getting getting close to being very high. <laughs> hmm Um, and... Hmm. What is the plan next? So, I guess Lydia, like, goes to find Bill, and... <laughs> has Bill just been poking the same mirror for the last, like, ten minutes? Could be, if he's, uh, if he's that high, yeah. He's... <laughs> And and Lydia's just like, oh no, Bill, did you eat the honey? Uh, I didn't eat it. I'm not an idiot. Are you sure about that? I, I didn't eat it. Look, I think okay. this mirror goes to an alternate dimension. I just need to figure out how. Lydia like looks at the mirror, and it's like a little warped, and she's like, okay. Um, 
Well, you'll be pleased to know whenever it is that you stop being high off your ass that you were at least right about the mad science part. Oh. Well, there needs to still be a portal, or I lose. There also still needs to be a vampire. Um, okay. Okay. Bill, I need you to trust me now, okay? Um, this is a move that, this is a move that Ariadne has. When Ariadne asks Bob to do something and says, trust me, uh, you get to choose to do it or refuse. And Ariadne is like, or, again! Oh my god! I should have just named her Ariadne and then I wouldn't have had this fucking problem. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Lydia is like, I need you to come upstairs with me and I need you to sit in a chair. And we are going to wait. And we're going to see if this vampire shows up. Or we're going to see what shows up. Okay? And then we will figure it out from there. Can you do that for me? You know what? Sitting down in a chair sounds nice. I'll go sit down in a chair and then then we'll find some more mirrors later. I'm getting sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought would happen. All right, come on. And she, like, kind of, like, takes him by the arm and starts to lead him up the stairs. Yeah, so Bob goes along with it. Um, if Bob does it, Ariane describes the outcome using the action and its result to explain more about seeing any negative consequences fall on Bob. Rip. The funny thing is, is that there was, there is kind of no way for this to, to, I mean, the exact circumstances wouldn't have happened if, um, if, uh, Ariane had had to do it herself. She wouldn't have been able to do it. She would have just had to be like, oh, we're going to have bad consequences. But mm. this this works because Ariane can now sit or again. That's three times in the last, like, 20 minutes. Um, Lydia can sit Bill down in a chair. And I don't have a problem. I can call you Bill. I just can't call myself Lydia. Right. Um, Lydia just, like, sits Bill down in a chair. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I think that... I don't know. I... This has to be the place where whoever this is does whatever it is that they do. So I would expect that after, you know, knowing that someone had taken their their bait, that they would come back here for, you know. So I guess we just wait. And then we see which one of us is right. Bob is just rubbing... His fingernails and trying to see his own reflection in them. Not working. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, um... And, uh, you know, actually, Bill, Bill, Bill's gonna say, Lydia, why do you think it has to be this chair? What are you talking about? There's other chairs. I saw other chairs. <laughs> so this is an attempt to ask a difficult question about an explanation yeah. that makes sense. Except he's fucking high. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> so it's like the weirdest plot hole ever. <laughs> um, and Lydia just like... Lydia just like leans casually against a table that has a bunch of mad scientist equipment and says, Well, it's simple. This one clearly has blood stains on the upholstery and looks like it would do well to to 
support someone or something that is as collapsed and melty as you are right now. So, this must be the place where the victims of this house's current tenant are brought to or left so that whatever it is that the occupant does, whether that be drink their blood or just take their blood for mad science experiments, can do so without fear that they will just end up a puddle on the floor. Yeah, Bill, Bill groans and says, oh, I didn't follow that, but you said bloodstains. I'm the bait. I'm always the bait. Lydia, why are you... And Lydia, like, pats him on the shoulder and is like, one day you won't be the bait, darling. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Bob continues to moan a bit. Um, and, uh, I guess we can move on to uh, scene A3 and see what happens, what comes up. Make it worse. <laughs> Bob sits in this chair. When Bill sits in this chair. I'm, I'm doing it too. It's... It, it's... This I think I think this is the the pitfall of naming your your playbooks actual names right yeah you know it's it's inherent to the game right you either name your characters actually Ariadne and Bob or you you end up saying Ariadne and Bob half the time yeah 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 okay so um this is this is really good uh this is uh I rolled on the extras table again and this time I got dangers scary animals oh Jesus. So, um, while Bob is, uh, while Bob is sitting in the chair, the, uh, a bat flies in the open window. Of and, course uh, it's a bat. <laughs> where, is, where is Lydia right now? Um, I think she's still just leaning against the table. All right, so, um, so the bat flies into the room, and, uh, and, and Bob sort of looks up at it. And uh, instead of going uh, going for Bob, like like I think Lydia expects, uh, the bat flies over um, and tries to and knocks down a uh, a beaker of of dark red liquid um, on a shelf above Lydia onto Lydia. Oh boy! Oh jeez! Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um. I am on the wrong tab again. Okay. See, seeing this, Bill, Bill starts to starts to giggle a little bit. Yeah, I think Lydia just kind of like Lydia kind of is just like I totally expected that to happen, um, and kind of like, and then it's her turn to kind of just like lean over and just kind of like sniff, sniff, uh, and be like, okay, well. I think that's just blood, so I don't think that's human blood, though. I don't think it's a problem. I don't have any open wounds, so it's not like I would get a bloodborne illness from it. Um, oh, but you have my handkerchief, Bill. Bill, Bill giggling says, uh, I, 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 I left that in the bathroom downstairs. Oh. Yeah, well, that handkerchief was probably beyond saving anyway at this point. Um. And she's kind of, like, staring at her arm, going... That bat's just staring at you. 
Well, I guess this works as bait as anything else. And she kind of, like, looks at the bat, like, Why are you always bats? Is this bat just a bat? <laughs> um, so Bill, Bill says, That bat is just, like, staring at you, Lydia. Yeah. I'm in a staring contest with a bat. Not the weirdest day we've ever had, but... I'm still I'm still holding my arm like Lydia would be. Um, so I need to not do that because I'm gonna strain something in my shoulder. Um so Alright, so this seems like a, a little bit of a lull, and so I have a move. When Bob needs to describe something but doesn't have a good idea, when there's a lull, um I can roll on the table and uh get a little prompt. Excellent. And uh that prompt was cover up. Which I don't really know how that applies. I think I'm just going to roll again. So, uh, a secret code cipher, unknown language. So, um, Bob says, uh, sorry, Bill says, Lydia, Lydia, it's talking to you. You just can't hear it because it's, it's too high-pitched. Don't you have, like, an app for that? <laughs> Hold on a second. I don't know why I don't know why I found that so funny, but I did. Um I have an app for everything, Bill. Come on. And Lydia like pulls out her phone and like flicks through it and like is like thinking to herself, how in the hell can Bill hear this and I can't? And like I think she just ends up on like a radio tuner thing, right? Like Okay. <laughs> I just had an idea um, for why Lydia can't talk about the supernatural to anybody. Um, but I am going to sit on that and see if that, that if that works. Um, she has a little, she has a little, like she has like, a, like, like <laughs> she pulls out her like AirPods and just kind of like dials it down a little bit so that, um, she can hear what's happening in the room, I guess. Okay. So I think I th- I don't think it's the bat. It's it's not the bat. The bat is just a bat. Um something comes out of uh what what Lydia hears is coming from another room. <laughs> and she's like Stay here. I think that might be your mirror vampire. Um, and the door like opens, <laughs> and there's our mirror vampire. Okay, we did it! Hooray! We, right. we found a mirror vampire. So Bill says, "Oh dang, Lydia, it's a vampire." Uh, wait, wait, where's my camera? Where's my camera? Where is your camera? No, I left it downstairs. Oh, it's okay. We'll have, we'll have plenty of opportunities in the future to get. I'll make sure you get more pictures of vampires. Don't worry. Okay. Um. So um, so yeah, this uh, th- this looks like a uh, classic vampire. She's uh, she's tall, black hair, very pale, mesmerizing eyes, wearing a uh, wearing a long black dress. Well, because I may actually have been wrong about something for the first time since you've known me. 
because I think that's the evil version of me. And she, like, points at the mirror vampire. Oh, dang. She does look like you, Lydia. Oh, dang. All right. Uh, uh, how, how do we beat evil Lydia? Uh, the same way you beat regular Lydia. You don't. Um, though, um, and Lydia kind of, like, folds her arms and does, like, Hmm. You've really let time get away from you, haven't haven't you? Like, I'm sorry, this is this this listen, the look works for us, but this is so 19th century. Okay, so what is evil Lydia's motivation? What is evil Lydia's motivation? Um Evil Lydia might want a bill. <laughs> okay. Alright, because it seems like I'm probably the one who's going to be playing Evil Lydia. Um, so, yeah, you, you give me the motivation, I will go with that, so. Bill in the corner, great, there's two of them now. Um, so, yeah, Evil Lydia says, says, listen, listen, Bill, uh, I've got just a most fantastic camera for you. And all you have to do to get it is just come through this mirror with me. Walk into this other room, walk through the mirror, and, you know, on this side of the mirror, on the, on the other side of the mirror, you can take pictures of vampires. And you, she points to Lily Lydia, will not interfere. Oh, you think? Well, if you do interfere, you'll regret it. Oh, there's really nothing that you could do to me that would stick in any conceivable way. You don't think so? What if I told you I've already done it? Lydia's like, I don't feel any different. Bill says, what's she talking about, Lydia? Is it that bat? Is it that red stuff on you? Should I go with it more? I... Do believe that's what she's referring to, but I truly don't believe it's made any sort of difference in my. And she kind of like pats herself down a little bit, and like like checks her like 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 checks her pulse. It's like no, no, still no heartbeat. Because I decided the reason why Lydia um can't talk about the supernatural to anybody is because she is also a vampire. <laughs> okay. Which I don't know if Evil Lydia knew. Actually, I don't think Evil Lydia knew that. Evil Lydia starts monologuing. She says, uh, yes, you see that, that, my, my dear twin, is my own blood, vampire blood, and, and some of it must surely have gotten into your, your eyes or your mouth or something, and, and as everyone knows, when, when you, when a human tastes True vampire blood, well, they become a vampire that is enslaved to the one whose blood they tasted. So all I must do now is give you a command, so, uh, go and get Bill's camera for him. Hmm. Um, didn't you just say you had a nice camera for him on the other side of the mirror? So evil Lydia scowls and says, uh, I'm just trying to get rid of you, dear. Yes, I know that. I'm not an imbecile. But if you said that you had a nice camera for Bill on the other side of the mirror, then why would I bother going and getting his camera 
from the basement. It seems like a poor use of a command, if you ask me. So evil Lydia now realizes that, uh, wait, this has gone wrong. <laughs> Something's gone wrong here. Friends aren't supposed to be argued with. So she says, what, what is wrong with you? Why, why aren't you following my commands? Here's the thing. You're my evil twin, but that doesn't mean that... That doesn't mean that everything about us is so different. Now, I got with the times after I was... After I became a vampire. And I see clearly you decided to lean into the whole Dracula thing. It's, like I said, it, you know, it works as a look, but it is really difficult to maintain these days. So, now, I don't have anything as clever as, you know, dropping a vial of blood on you in order to try and enslave you. And honestly, I don't think I'd really do that anyway. But I do have something that might work just as well. Um, this is out of character, me trying to think of, of a good plan. That's fine, yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you want, uh, you know, Bill can jump in here and, and, and do a thing. Um, or... If you want Bill to do something... Let's see. Uh, go for it. I am going to look at the tables and see what I want to go with. Bill says, well, how about you two stay here and I'll go and get that camera that she's talking about. Really nice one. She's lying, Bill. I know that you're high, but try to get some common sense, please. She says I can take a picture of her on the other side of the mirror. Why don't you go and get your camera, which you left downstairs by some running water, I assume? Fine, I'll go get my camera. Um, so Bill goes downstairs, and and now I guess the, the two of you are alone. Well, you and Evil Lydia and, and the bat. Me and Ev Evil Lydia and the bat. Yeah. I think Lydia is just like, that's just a bat, right? Evilia says it, it is a bat under my control. That's why it spilled the, my blood on you. Ah, yes, I see. But it is, a, it, is, it is just a bat. You can't turn into a bat. I don't know why everybody thinks that vampires can turn into bats. No, it's stupid. I can turn into a snake, not a bat. Can you only turn into a snake? Can you turn into a snake, into a cloud of mist... Sometimes, uh, sometimes when I'm feeling fun, I turn into a into a cloud of mist and go into a balloon. Oh, that does sound fun. I'll have to try that one myself. Um, what about like, what about like an insect? Could you turn into like a bee or a wasp? I can turn into a whole swarm of wasps. But what about just like one? Could you just do like one? I can turn into as many wasps as I want. But could you just do one? Of course I could just do one. Well. Fine, I'll, I'll show you. And she turns into a wasp. <laughs> the bat <laughs> sees food. <laughs> Swoops down <laughs> and eats the wasp. Alright, just as Bill walks in and takes a picture... Wow, 
Well, I think that worked out rather nicely, actually. Let's go see if we can find that mirror. What about the child? We're here to find a child. Well, we can also look for the child, now that there's not an evil version of myself wandering around this house. Hmm. Maybe she took the child through the mirror. Maybe there really is a good camera on the other side of the mirror. I will go through the mirror and I will find out. <laughs> I will take... How about this? You stay here. I will take your camera and take pictures for you if it turns out there's not a camera over there. And then I will bring them back so that you stay here. <laughs> okay. Sure, Bill, Bill will go along with this plan as well. He'll, he'll grumble a bit. All right. You're always leaving me alone, Lydia. But this is another vampire. You're a little bit too high to help me. It is, Bill's probably coming down at this point, yeah. but he's definitely still a little loopy. He's, he's starting to feel a bit better. He made, he made it down to get his camera and back up in a reasonable amount of time. Without, like, falling down the stairs. Yeah. All right, so, um, so what's going on in the, uh, in the, in the next scene? Um, is this just, like, I, are they just, like, looking forward to the mirror at this point? I think you can, I think you can just say, like, they, you know, you can jump ahead to they found the mirror, you can say that they find something where they're looking for the mirror, or, you know, wh however you want to Yeah, okay. Do it. Let's, let's find, find the mirror, I guess. Okay, so you, you find the, uh, Lydia finds the mirror and, go, and goes through the mirror? Okay. All right. I, I think I have a good idea. So, um, okay. going through the mirror, you walk into uh, another house that looks just like the one you were in, but everything is reflected. Um, and you find um, in that house, uh, you, you don't see a nice camera. That, that was a lie, unfortunately. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I guess you can, uh, you can try taking a selfie of yourself in... In, in that, to see if she was lying about that too, but the more, but more importantly, you um, you see a child sitting on the chair where uh, where Bill was sitting. Huh. And um, Lydia like goes up to the child and is like, "Are you Casey?" Yeah, I'm Casey. Are you? Are you all right? He says, uh, I, I think I'm a bit high, but I'm fine. So Casey is about, I... Casey is about 16 years old. Um, okay, I was going to say. Yeah. No, this, this, this is an older child. Um, yeah, this is, Casey's about 16 years old. Casey, uh, Casey is a girl. And um, she's, you know, dressed up in her you know, hiking gear. Uh you think that uh, you think that she's familiar looking. You think that she was on the on the tour with you. I know what you're gonna say to me. I know what you're gonna say to me. And of course, and of course, Lydia is like, "How did you get here?" Casey says, "Well, I was uh, I got lost in the woods, and then and then there was this this nice lady who found me, and and she said she lived up here, and she she was dressed." really strangely for being out in the woods, you know, like fancy black dress and stuff. But, uh, but, but she brought me up here and, um, 
and, and gave me a drink and said she was gonna she was gonna call the police and 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 have someone come find me. Okay. Well, I'm the police, and I found you. So there we go. So uh, why don't uh, why don't let's go back to the to the to the tour, shall we? Yeah, my mom must be worried sick. Yeah, she is. All right. Uh, can you stand okay? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think I'm good. Okay, and uh, we will go back through the mirror, I guess. All right. So I want to skip ahead to. Um, I think we can just wrap it up here. But we skip ahead to uh, the. We get back to the tour, and um, Lydia and Bill are all ready to proudly arrive, having returned Casey um, to the tour, but uh, but something's a little bit strange. When we get back there, people aren't, like, running around looking for a child anymore. Everything seems to have calmed down, and um, and you see the woman who was looking for Casey, and next to her is, well, another Casey. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Yeah. That was exactly why Lydia was asking the questions. Because <laughs> she was like, she was like, I do not want to steal another Casey from another world. And she's kind of like, well. And Bill goes, what now, Lydia? Let's just turn around and go back. Wait, 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 no, 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 Lydia, we can't, we can't, we can't. I have to get a picture of them together have to this is it this could finally be the picture i need please lydia please bill you know it's just going to look like they're twins right but they're not but they're not twins but we're the only people that know that oh why why does this always happen to me Let's go return Casey, this Casey, to her other mother. Okay, so when... To her actual mother. Okay, but when, when Bob groans and bemoans his lot, so why does this always happen to me? Um, Ariadne has to choose. Uh, you can attempt to cheer him up with news of the bright side and make an optimistic prediction. Um, or you can reveal a piece of sympathetic backstory. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So so Lydia just kind of, like, pats him on the shoulder and goes, Think of it this way. We're still going to do a good deed, and you will be able to get pictures of, you know, the other world, now that you're not high off your ass. Maybe there will be something there that you can take a picture of and sell out without us having to disrupt these lovely people's lives. So the bright side is uh, uh, Bill gets a chance to go in and actually see this mirror universe for himself. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking I, this gives me a decision now. I can, I can be cheered up and then describe the thing that immediately goes wrong or I can be dismissive of the good news and continue moaning and then you can describe the thing that indicates your optimism. So I think I'm going to choose the second one. So Bill just dismisses this, uh, says no, no, this is never going to happen. Never gonna get a good picture of the supernatural. It's always this way. It's always vampires who you can't take pictures of, or, or, or these people just look like twins, or, or whatever. 
Or, or when I finally do, my camera gets smashed. Lydia, he is he is saying all of this as Lydia is bringing Bill and Casey back up to the house mm-hmm. and through the through the portal, and they go outside of the house, and the area that they are in has like these trees like no one has ever like like trees that just like don't look right at all Uh uh-huh and lydia like takes bill's camera and like snaps an experimental picture and like looks at it and goes well there you go so bill's bill's mouth is agape uh he grabs the camera and he just it's picture after picture of these really weird trees. The you know the trees instead of going up like trees do in our in our world, they they sort of like twist and twirl their way up in in weird spiraling patterns. And uh, instead of having leaves, they have they have purple tendrils. Mm-hmm. And uh, see, yeah. I told you it all work out. So, Bill, Bill, yeah, that, I think that's. Uh, Good finish there. Bill is happy taking his pictures. Um, so that was the end of the final A scene. Um, so for the final B scene, we don't have to, you know, sometimes it just wraps up and you don't even need to do the final B scene. Or sometimes, you know, the final B scene can just be like um, someone can come up with a cool, like, little stinger at the end or something. If you had anything in mind for that, anything that would... The only thing I can think of is Lydia gets Bill that drink. Okay. They get it in this world, maybe. Okay. They're just going to hang out here for a little bit, because obviously they can go back whenever they want, so... Alright. Lydia's like, let's get you that drink. Sounds good. Since they were both right about everything else, and then Bill was right about the mad science mirror vampire... All right, and in, in, in the bar where uh, where where they're getting this drink, everybody is dressed like evil Lydia. It was actually totally normal fashion wise. Yep, <laughs> that's fine. We're not staying here forever, so. Okay, so that's it. That's the game. That's the game. Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, it was. Thank Hell yeah! Very much. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you wanna? say i'm scrolling down i'm scrolling down uh there's some great um some great i know that there's like like we don't we didn't get into all of this but um there's some there's some great uh pages on how to turn this into like a multi-arc thing um i do love the sidekicks journey um i forgot about the sidekicks journey i totally we we, sometime sometime um i'm like i'm like oh i want to play the sidekicks journey now um yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. a great game. Yeah. So there's the yeah there's the variant rules. Psychic's journey is uh, it, it changes the scene structure around. So um, instead of having the A and B scene thing that we've been doing, um, it sort of places uh, out the you know Joseph Campbell monomyth type of uh, structure. So the yeah. origin story for for the sidekick, um, how they yeah. get into all this stuff with Ariadne and. Um, yeah, so this is the sort of thing where, you know, next time, if we were to play this again, we could play totally new characters and start fresh, or we could play these same characters getting into other other mischief. 
fun times. Great game. Great game. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, nice and nice and short and quick. Um, mm-hmm. and like very low prep, which is which is always great. Yeah, yeah, it's super low prep. It's it's quick. Like uh, it took us uh, a couple hours. Sometimes it's more like three hours, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. So uh, just for uh, the sake of the listener, um, I'm we did not go very long at all. Um, but um. Just for the sake of the end of the episode, um, where where can people find the game? Where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, so you can find um, you can find me on Twitter. My uh, my handle there is Jimbo Zig, so J I M B O Z I G. Um, you can find my games at jimbozig.h.io. Um, so there's Ariadne and Bob there. Um, there's also Strike, which I wrote um, a few years ago. It's a uh, it's a much bigger game. It's got all sorts of tactical combat and stuff, and uh, it, it's very cool if you like the the minis on the grid sort of sort of game. Hell yeah! Which is a little harder to play in an audio medium, but right. yeah. good good for people who are playing in person. Yeah. Um, I haven't played a game in person in so long. Um, and you can find uh, me Mac on the internet at Citadel of Swords. Wherever you get content, you can find the podcast at FTL Cast. Uh, on Twitter, ftlcast.com, patreon.com slash ftlcast. We're pretty much using ftlcast uh, everywhere, so that shouldn't be too hard to find us. Um, and again, I will link the uh, itch link for this game in the description below. Definitely check it out um, if you get a chance. It's really fun. Um, I had a great time. So <laughs> I don't know about you, Jim, but I had a great time. I had so. a fantastic time. Yeah, thank you very much for yes. inviting me on. Uh, great to have you. So, yeah, that's us. Um, we'll do one more clap.
Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!